Huh? You can't lock it up yet. Nah, nah, I can't. I can't lock it up. It's long enough to lock up though. You gonna have the little baby twisters. Man, I, look, I, I just want like the braids. I don't want the locks. Oh, you don't want dreads? Nah, nah, nah. I feel like that's permanent. I feel just saying. Yeah. Is it permanent? I mean, yeah. Because I, I want sometimes I can take it out sometimes. You're going to lose your hair, though, if you can take it out. But you're going to lose probably half of your hair, though. What, what you mean? You could undread your dreads. But you're going to lose half of your hair. Oh, that's what I'm saying. I ain't going to go dreads. I'm going to just go, you know what I mean? A little, get a little cornrow first and then, you know, a little box braids it up. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm about to pop out like next week with it. I got, I got a lot, man. So you're sick of braid? Yeah. Oh, you lit. I'm telling you, man. I cut my shit in half. Word? Yeah. How long you been growing your hair? I had my hair for a minute. I had my hair for like 15 years. 15 years? Yeah. You ever did like the Fetty Wap, though? What? The bunks? What you mean? Nah, you got to put like a little fake hair in there. Nah, I never started it. Nah, I didn't need that. Nah, I grew my shit regular. For real? From the skull? Yeah. But I'm Haitian, though, so it was like a punishment. To grow my hair, like I had, I got beaten and shit, kicked out the house. Like growing up, like my, you know, what I'm saying Haitian parents, Haitian families don't they don't believe in hair and tattoos and all that shit. Really? Yeah. So they, so you get punished. Like I, they don't I got, believe in hair. Nah, you gotta cut your hair, brush cut. If you got dreads, you're 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 sons of it. That means you're a bad guy. You're you're a criminal. But like Haiti and Jamaica are kind of like close by, and like in, in Jamaican culture, it'd be like, oh, you are Rasta. You know what I mean? Like that's like a whole like way of life. Yeah, but, but nice. see, I'm talking about like real Haitian parents from like back in the days. Beliefs you can't have hair, you can't have dress. Like I got beat like for not for having hair. Like I'll get kicked out the house. I shit, yeah. I wouldn't come back. Like so, my hair is a little different than other. So I actually had to put in work for my shit. Any it has no nothing to do with religion or nah it's just on some like appearance like they they want you to you know what I'm saying suits and breast cuts and shit like that anything else tattoos hair you you you're a criminal you in the streets type shit holy shit yeah so I ain't never cut my hair I got beat for my shit like Kuta Kente damn. Well, on that note, welcome to another episode of All The Record Podcast, man. Uh, it's boy Big Act in the building. I'm here with my first artist I've ever signed. Yep. Yes, people. I told y'all, listen to me. The game got too easy. I had to get up into the uh, music business game. And I, I, I found this guy. I thought he was a great executive. He was a great manager. But I thought he was a better artist. You know what I mean? I had to get him on the chicken. roster. And, um, you know. I've signed an artist, and I think he's going to be the next big thing. If you guys don't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about my man, 100K Track. Hey, look, man. Listen, if, if y'all don't know I'm telling right now, I got that bag, man, 10 million. You know what I'm saying? For one project. Hold on now. Don't get me robbed. Hold on. Hey, by the way, uh, we should start off with this. Um, you put out on your social media that, that you signed to me, and I, I see a lot of people were, were reacting to it, man. Um, obviously... A lot of people do know you in the music business. Um, but, of course, recently you have been rapping. You have been way more involved than people ever thought you were. Right. And you explain what you're doing, and you even explain you even putting that out. Go ahead. Right. So, you know what I'm saying? Basically, I woke up one day. I was like, what, three months? I took like a little three-month break from Instagram. I just had my son. You know what I'm saying? Congratulations. I appreciate it. I just had my daughter. So I was, you know what I'm saying? I took a break. I was just more on my family vibe. And I wanted to come back. And I'm like, man, what's the best way to come back? And just, you know what I'm saying? With trolling. So, and I wanted to go up there and, and let the world know. Because I am actually working on a project. You know what I'm saying? Like my second tape. Dropped on last year. So I just wanted to have fun and just play with play with the internet. So you know, I came up with, I just signed to you. I'm your first artist. And a lot of people... 
It's a lot of mixed reactions towards it though, cause and family called me like this. This really? went, yeah, that's what I'm saying. This went deeper than just social media. Like I well, ain't expecting to go like this. It really went like family calling me. Everybody, I'm like, oh no, nah, I'm just playing. I'm just joking. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, I ain't, I ain't signed no, you know, I ain't signed no, no deal with act. But at the end of the day, it was a lot of mixed reactions. Some people was like, yo, congrats, it's about to be crazy, cause act being a Executive being the platform you have on the media makes mm -hmm. sense. Then it like me being who I am as an executive coming as an artist. So you know what I'm saying. It was and then some people was like, man, how you sign all the big artists and you signed it. So it was a lot of it was funny to see the reactions. But now nah, it, it was just I was just trolling y'all. You know what I'm saying. It's definitely love, but I ain't signed academics unless you got ten mil for me. Well, that's what I was gonna ask you though. Right? Well, I don't have ten million. Number one. So whoever is out there, I don't got ten million. Stop saying do not, that. Do not even think I do. Okay. When I be just talking, I just talk shit. I'm a shit talker. <laughs> anyway, I guess the obvious question would be like this, and especially it would probably also come from me too because I've been telling a lot of people, "Yo, y'all keep pocket watching," because and I do pocket watch too. Y'all keep watching the rappers, right. but a lot of times the people who really get the money, managers, right. executives. The people who don't care about the limelight. So now this is this is almost a reverse dynamic where I already and, and, and yeah I've been pocket watching track too. You are bagged up. You sure. got the money, and I have a theory why you might be doing this. But we've never seen executives start out executives and say they're rapping. Right. It's like we've never seen like a general manager or owner for a team saying, "Yo, I've been in the gym too. I'm getting on the court." <laughs> it's usually like you know, hell, it's the other way around. You right. you see the player become an executive. You right. see the rapper become an executive. You yeah. never see it other way around. Obviously, you know, I kind of know the story of your plight, mm -hmm. but why do that now? It's really like, why not? Right? Because what's the purpose of working hard and financially? get into a place where you could do stuff that you want to do. Just like how some people want to take a trip to Belize and Europe and go on a vacation or whatever. You know, I want to take my, you know what I'm saying, my my funds and, the and, you know what I'm saying, the money that I done made and express myself artistically. Like, because I've been, I've been in the music game for so long. I'm, I'm, I was always around it, even from being an executive. You know, if you looked at my past interviews, I started as an artist. So it's just like now it's like, hey, I'm doing stuff that I want to do. I don't drop the whole reality TV show because I want to do it. Like, why not? If you got the money, you got the resources, why not? You feel me? Some people, construction workers, some people work at wherever they work and they, this is what I do. I love entertainment. So shit, I'm going to do reality TV. I'm going to be an artist. I'm going to sign more artists. I'm going to just do everything because I'm able to and I'm financially blessed that I could do that type of stuff without hurting you know what I'm saying? So let me then ask you, which I would believe is a popular question. Are you doing the Khaled? You know what the Khaled mm -hmm. is? Yeah, for sure. The Khaled is, Khaled started off like, we the best. We bought it like, yo, here's these guys on a remix or these guys on a song. Start introducing new artists. Then that motherfucker found a tick, no, the Snapchat app. Right. In the app store. And all of a sudden he said, fuck you niggas. It's all about me. Damn. That's really what it is, because right. you know we the best records. We ain't hear nobody else since. Like right, you know, we right. heard from Ace Hood, but last time I seen him, like his watch was like disintegrating. No, no, no. no you, you know that. With you Ace remember Hood that. Top. You remember? You right, remember right, when he fell off? Oh my right, god! Right, right. And he put it back. Yeah, he tried to. Yeah. Anyway, salute to my boys. Uh, <laughs> you know, he been doing yoga with his girls. Salute to him. Anyway, what about that assumption? Um, last time you were here, 
we're in the other studio. Mm-hmm. You had artists with you. Right. We know you from. Lil 50, Rico Cartel. Shout out to them boys. Of course. Yeah. We know you from being involved with King Von, his manager, YNW Melly. Like, you have been a great source of uh, information and also uh, insight for the fans into very popular artists. But now they're looking at you like, damn, nigga, mm-hmm. you, now you trying to rap? All right. What was your answer to be to that? See, I, my story a little bit different because it's like I'm not the executive that's trying to do music. See, what you mentioned, like what Cali did with him growing, like I did the opposite. So when I was at my peak in my career and my city known, getting show money, you know what I'm saying, having that respect as an artist, I met a young man named Kodak Black where he had a, a you know way bigger buzz and you know what I'm saying, he embraced me. And we locked in, and rather than me staying there and you know, staying in the forefront as a rapper, I decided to fall back and Ooh. become the executive, become the person that helped Snappy Gang, you know what I'm saying, build as a company from clothing line to working with his artists. So I made that decision at the peak of my career because it was bigger than me. So I've been doing music longer than I've been an executive. I've been doing music for over 15 years. You know, I done dropped over seven projects on that piff. I done did all the shows through Florida. I done, So I wasn't an artist that was like saying, I'm trying to rap. No, I actually rap for a living. So from 18, I, be, I became a full-time artist. So I'm to take a step back five, six years later after Vaughn, after Melly, you know what I'm saying, after Hot Boy, after all the success as executive, it's like, now I'm at a place where I got a team, I got a staff, I got a brand. I'm signing new artists every other year. I'm breaking a new artist. I'm consistent, but I got time. Let me ask you the question, though. Um, I've heard this a lot before where an artist says, well, yeah, sign to this other person. Or they say never sign to a rapper. And, and, and the reason why they're like, well, someone is going to be more interested in their own success then in your success, they're going to put more of their chips betting on themselves maybe than betting on you. They're going to put more of their focus, their resources, their energy mm-hmm. into what they got going on versus you. So now when you sign to somebody who also aspiration is to make it big in the music business, right. they might be like, damn, shit, if, if and we're going to get to some label talking a bit because I love talking labels and shit with you. Um, say, say you have a, I don't know, a $4 million budget. Mm-hmm. How that budget going to get broken now is going to be a little bit different now because now you're one of the artists. Mm-hmm. So maybe you're going to look at them and be like, uh, well, if I was an artist, maybe I allocate $1.5 million to it, but nigga, you got 700000 right. because I got to take that extra shit because I got to go do some shit for what I believe I could be. How would you answer that? It's just like sports. Everything is still... You know, even though it's a team effort, it's still competition. You still got people trying to start. You, still, you got people that's, you know what I'm saying, playing bench. It's the same thing. Like, it's a team. I got, right now, I'm currently, what, I got over 15 artists signed to me. Mm. So 15? I'm, yeah, I got over 15 artists. I'm still expanding. I'm still signing new artists. I'm still breaking new artists. So it's like, if your time is now, like, little 50's on fire, I'm going to put my focus on little 50. I'm trying to make sure his project come out. I'm trying to clear his. Hey, put my album on the back burner. It's a little 50 time right now. Okay. But it might be reversal. I might drop a single and now I'm on fire. Hey, hey guys, I got to put my project out. 
it, it, it's one team. You know what I'm saying? The, the the good thing about this business is you're looking at a twelve what twelve month time frame. Within twelve months, you could drop over seven, eight, ten projects. Is that the goal? Because I, sure. I think I, I think I've looked at you now, and some people would initially say, "Well, how did this one guy get connected to so many people?" And some educated minds, include myself, I would like to think, would say, "I think he has a great ear for talent. He knows how to help make the ball move." He knows how to get to the finish line. For example, if 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 we could look at your impact and your help when it comes to the Kodak Black, when it comes to even Jack Boy, whether it comes to um, YNW Melly, obviously, notoriously too, mm. and obviously King Von, then we could be like, whoa, if this guy is connected to a bunch of success stories, maybe he's also doing something less successful. Right. So it then comes to a situation where a lot of people now look at you or they did look at you or, or they heard about you. Let's right. just say that. Oh, that's that's King Von's manager. That's YNW Melly's manager. But after a while, if you know the music business, it's like that guy isn't just lucky. Maybe he's talented. Right. Maybe he's great at finding talent. Maybe he should have his own situation, just like many other people do. Right. And I do realize we have an announcement to make. Yes, we so, do. The real announcement from the troll. You know what I'm saying. Other than, you know, having the the great pleasure of, you know, having artists with multiple labels in this industry, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to all my partners and, you know what I'm saying, every executive that I do business with because it's, it's always genuine love. But, you know, right now, the 100K brand remains solid brand. You know, we just did our joint venture with 300 Entertainment slash Warner Music Group. Mm. So, you know, so we're officially locked in, you know, with, with our JV uh, situation, um, we currently signed an artist named Breezy Lynn out of New York from Brooklyn. You know what I'm saying? Big, big things coming for her. And I'm very excited about it. You know, er everybody know Melly signed to 300. If they didn't, well, now you know. So I had previous interaction with 300 from Melly and um, YTB Trench. But this is the first time as a company that I actually been, you know what I'm saying, actually with a, a joint venture where it's locked in. So I like to bring things into layman's terms for people who don't understand, like the label speak sometimes that that that, that we might indulge in. Um, Three hundred Entertainment, um, they were the label that YNW Melly was on, right. and they had incredible success. Yeah, for sure. You know um, his music, which by the way, you know I think if he was free, he would just be one of the mega stars. But even his limited time of dropping music was still, amazing. Right, still made a great impact. I think, the, you know. 300 Entertainment realized in working with you and other artists, they realized it. By the way, the only reason I'm explaining like this is because people don't understand some of the other big business that happens behind success stories. Like, it's a reason why, for example, Generation Now right. Shout out to Generation eventually now. got a joint venture, eventually then signs Jack Harlow, eventually right. now has multiple artists that's popping off. I think Uzi under there too. Exactly, right? Uzi becomes the proof of concept. Hey, we have this one guy, he's fire. Right. <clears throat> it's always lighter than a bottle when you do it right. in, in music because who could predict a hit? Yeah. You've been around a lot of success stories. How was that conversation and why did you pick 300 Entertainment? Because, I, you know, me and you personally have talked about, yo, listen, you are one of the last of the Mohicans in the sense of you're one of the guys who still anybody, 
like there's a lot of rappers where it's a Kodak Black, a young boy, um, that's two times. Like a lot of these guys, they're so hood right. that traditional managers can't fuck with them. Right. Them niggas gonna be in the trenches, they in the hood, they're going to some spots that you don't wanna be. They're and outside. They outside. And the manager or the person who ends up having to deal with the business side, but deal with them, has to be a special individual. Cause I know me, I'm gonna do all the paperwork. But you going to where? Boca loose? I'm not going. You right. going to Opal? I'm not going. You going to you're Oblock? Going to, you're, you're going to Oblock? I'm definitely not going. All right, we front and center. You're going to be there. Man, I'm front and center every time with my clients, with my artists, with my brothers, with my sisters. I'm there. I'm Which, sure. by the way, I just want to be very fair. I told him to stop. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> yeah, you did. Me and him had a I said, bro, you got to stop. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, no, it's no reason why you got to be at every hood club because you're doing business. Right. But, that's what makes you unique, right? And I think that's a value that, you know, Vaughn and his people probably saw, especially how you roll with Melly and everybody else who you've, you've impacted. So I'm wondering why 300? Because I feel like a person like you could walk into any building right. and get a deal. Yeah, I mean, 100%, you know what I'm saying? And I, I technically probably have an artist in every building. So mm. I don't experience every, every you know what I'm saying, type of business from Universal to Warner. And 300, away from Melly, like I said, we, we double back on YTB Trench, you know what I'm saying, free free, free Young Thug. Shout out to YSL, the label, you know what I'm saying? I, you know, it's, it's been a pleasure to do business with Thug. He's, he's a great executive and an artist. But with 300, it, there's somebody that's been the family from the very beginning, all the way from when I first started as 100K Track, before all the jewelry, before all the success and all the accolades. They they was the same that there's right now. They never looked at me any different. So they always had that aspiration for me. They always seen where I could go, you know what I'm saying? And it stuck with me just to see five years later, even through Melly Case, even through like my own situations, they stayed by my side and they always had like that family vibe and the business always been great business. How do you switch it off? Like, for example, no disrespect to my man over there. Like I could tell you from 300, he's a corporate guy. It's my guy. He's cool. He's right, cool but so but like, Michael, I could man. tell, Hey, he's here to represent a label. Um, he's here to represent a initiative. I could tell, okay, cool. Now instantly, because I could tell that, I could tell what other things he probably wouldn't be involved. Like it's it's a rare individual that could do both, mm -hmm. you know. And, and I feel and, and I feel like you're able to um, wear both hats. But when and how do you differentiate when you sitting outside about to go into an after hours spot mm -hmm. with your artists? Shit, like you you, you coordinating with security or whatever the case is, or by now hopefully you have people to do that. But but right. but still. You're, you're dealing with people who are in the shit versus you're now dealing with people who are in boardroom meetings right. and, hey, it's every Tuesday, so we got to have our weekly call. Right, and, it's a lot of calls. For you sure, know what I mean? How do you switch hats? Because those are two different personalities, ain't it? Yeah. Well, I think you hit it on, like, I think you hit it on the head. You got to be the same person because, you know what I'm saying, you, you want to still have your same qualities and the same beliefs that you have but you got to be able to change like because being in meetings and speaking to you know what i'm saying multiple people 
being like the organizer and the leader of the situation sometimes like it's no difference than being with the artists in the clubs or being in the, in, the, in the trenches it's just different conversations and different goals so if you got i got the same belief and i got the same work ethic and the same like mentality no matter what i'm doing so i'm gonna be a good person I'm going to do the best I could do, and I'm going to learn. Like, I'm not always the person that learned, like, that knows what's going on. Like, we might be in a meeting, and they say a word that I don't know. I'm going to be the person that say, hey, what does that word mean? I don't know what it means. Really? Yeah, because I'm not going to act like <laughs> I know this, everything, how to be an executive. Just like I can't say I know how, how to be a young, a young man or I know how to be uh, a good person You know what I'm saying Like you, you, mm-hmm. It's things you learn In between But I'm not afraid To be the, that guy To stand out And be like Hey I don't know What that means Can you show me Like the A&R Or the marketing department Or or the artist Or the security I learn from everybody So I'm always adapting And always learning And grasping And once you get it I excel at it I like that quality Don't like that trait Because uh, I think it's Ultra important And for people who you know, I always there's so many people that follow me that they're asking like the the questions of the music industry seems like a Tony Stark job where you get to make your <laughs> like for a lot of people that's what it is, that's right? Not kind of raw though. No, Stark, no, 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 like there's a lot boy. of people they have a job. It's nine to five. It's rigorous. They don't even see how they're affecting shit, right? right? Like it, like no disrespect to the person who's at Walmart just stocking shelves or just picking up the carts, but they don't see how they affect. The bottom line, the business. Right. So a lot of people in life just want to make an impact. You know, obviously you're gonna have certain people who just want to be stars, but you have certain people they want to be able to affect shit. Right. And um, they're interested in the music business. You know yeah. why? Because the music business, they can see the effect immediately. You're yeah. affecting culture. You can see success happening. I feel bigger than, yes. than what it is. So um, a lot of times they're looking for how do you how do you do it and I was like my whole motto. I'm trying to tell them, listen, look at me, look at look at everybody but the rapper. If you're gifted with a rap talent, great, pursue it. Right. But if you really want to be in this shit, you could you could do it else uh, um, otherwise. Right. Um, your story is, a, is an amazing story of um, how you affect the business and all the, also the culture by just not being what people would think. You need to be facts. Um, however, you're connected to two two huge artists, right? Got to get some questions about that. Melly, yeah. Trials just started. Apparently, uh, I three Melly twenty twenty three. B Slime um, said that I believe we're at jury selection. Yep. Update mm-hmm. us on what's going on with with the uh, YNW Melly trial. Okay, so you know what I'm saying a little update on it is that we're finally. Starting where now we're, you know, what I'm saying we're picking the jurors, the um, jury, and then from there it's on the popping. You know what I'm saying the the defense lay down what they got, the prosecutors lay down what they got, and we're looking at two, three months. Why is it taking so long? If if, I, if I'm if, if I'm not incorrect, I believe he's been locked up since 2019. Yeah, it's going on f- uh, f- four and a half, five years. Four, so it's been over four years. Yeah, it's been over four years. Because it was like January 2019. Right. And shout out to, hey, man, Melly's birthday was yesterday, too. Yes, happy, was happy birthday? birthday, my nigga, for real. You know what I'm saying? Y'all wish Melly a uh, happy birthday, May 1st. You know what I'm saying? We teed up. For sure lit for my boy. You know what I'm saying? He'll be home this year. 
I'm gonna sound like a complete bitch with this, just because this is a gr- question girls ask. Is is Melly a Taurus? He a Taurus, just like me with Taurus babies. That's my slime. Wait, May first is Taurus. That's my. I, I'm May seventeenth. I know I'm a Taurus. Yeah, you're I'm a Taurus. Like a Taurus, Taurus. Oh, you two days before mine. I'm May nineteenth. I only know one yeah. other person. This is gonna sound crazy, Dick Ride. The only other person I know born in May is is um is Chris Breezy. May f- May fifth. Oh yeah, we lit. Well, actually, Taurus gang. Well, well, I ain't gonna say the other person. Everybody gonna be like, oh, May's the worst. We six, lit. Six nine born in the eighth. <laughs> <laughs> hey, right, hold on, hold on. Taurus nah, gang, hold on. Man. Let's let, let's figure this out. So here's what I'm gonna ask you the questions people are asking. Yeah. Why has it taken so long for Melly to get in front of a judge? The, mm-hmm. By the way, the YSL, the guys who got locked up for YSL, just to compare. Mm-hmm. I know it's in, in in Georgia, and I know that's Fulton County, but they got locked up in May 2021, mm-hmm. and here we are in May 2023. Oh, no, no, 2022. They got locked up in May 2022, and here we are in May 2023, a year later, and they're, they're picking jurors as well. Yeah. Why did Melly's situation take four years? Because it was a death penalty case, so we had to situate the verdict of the death penalty first. That's the whole process by itself. Because before we go into trial, the goal was to take the death penalty off the table, which if you guys have been following the case, you know that we had won the motion to remove the death penalty, and then the prosecutor went back, and or the state went back. and then You guys won them. that motion, didn't we you? We won the motion, and then the state went back and appealed it, and then they won the appeal, and then it went back. Then we had to wait on the Supreme Court to make a you know decision on to keep it or remove it, and they kept it. So the, it is a death penalty case. What do you think about that? I see one of your episodes. You said they're trying to kill that nigga, bro. They are, but like I've never seen a situation. I'm gonna be honest. I've seen like for example, I've been like you know kind of loosely monitoring the case. There's a guy who walked in a supermarket in Buffalo, killed a bunch of people. But New York is not a death penalty state. He's probably gonna do life in prison. But he won't die. Why and, and and what's the thoughts on the fact that Florida seems very keen on trying to like I think I looked up the stats I think they killed like in the history of death penalties in, in Florida it's like four hundred something I might be wrong on that yeah. but but still why are they so keen on trying they they're trying to they're trying to say if he loses his trial they want him the, to die yeah they want him to die for sure how does that affect um. You know, you, you, I, I, I guess you, you not only you've talked to his mom or him. How does it affect everyone? You, people around? Because that seems fucking tough. No one has that type of penalty. It's, it's really, it seems, it's not that it seems it is unfair. Because it's like, I'm not trying to bring anybody else situation in. You know what I'm saying? Y'all done seen all the mass shootings that happen around the world. Florida had been one of those places where that happened too. And that individual... Death was off the table, but the they, dudes who killed X—they're just getting life. Like again, we don't even know if Melly's guilty or right, innocent. Right, but they're pushing to say not only we know he's guilty, but we, we want him to die. That, that's that's something. You know what? Maybe it's a want to just like prove something, or maybe just being a hard, just trying to you know what I'm saying make a example out of him because he's a celebrity. He's a he's a you know what I'm saying he's someone that everybody, a lot of people know, and. I don't. I, I can't call it because it don't make sense on why this is a death penalty case when so many previous cases fell short under that criteria. But this this specific case, every like the state wanted, you know what I'm saying, and they 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 won it. They won that verdict. So 
it's confusing. But the family and myself and everybody else, you know what I'm saying, we have high high faith in Melly's in our prayers and we believe that it's gonna be you know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, the verdict is going to be not guilty and he's going to walk out. So regardless if it's death on the table or a life sentence, I always believed in my heart that he was innocent. And a lot of his fans and his family believe that as well. And you know what I'm saying? Cause, so it, it's, it's all or nothing. Like it was from the beginning, but now it's really all or nothing because it's life or death. Um, There's been a few cases... I think in our lifetime, especially let's talk contemporary wise, where I think it's just been all or nothing. And obviously, I, I you know, I have a special bias. I always tell people when I when I talk about the case, I have a special bias for Melly because I, I love his music. Right. I think he's just incredible. Mm-hmm. I think he's just a, you know, everything I see from him, whether it's just him in the interview, he seems like a jovial, like lighthearted, fun dude. Which Whatever people are accused him of, I, 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 I can't even surmise. I can't even come to the comprehension of thinking that's him on face value. Um, how is he processing all of this? Because it has to be tough on him. Yeah. Um, for the last couple of years, since he's been, you know what I'm saying, incarcerated, it, it wasn't as bad mentally and physically as it is now from since a year ago because he had phone privileges he had um video visitation so even though he was locked up he was able to still you know what i'm saying enjoy interact. and interact but over the last year it's been it's been very bad man because it's like they, they i don't they just they took his phone privileges away and definitely they never gave it back they took away his visitations. There's a whole bunch of other plots and other stuff going on inside where, you know what I'm saying, they're just, they're not giving him the fair treatment as any other inmate. They're trying to basically break him. They're trying to, you know what I'm saying, make him either give up in there or finally randomly find something out of nowhere because the treatment he been getting kind of been affecting him personally. But, you know, shout out to his mom, Jamie, shout out to his brother, B. Slime, shout out to his sister, Jules, and everybody, and Drew, shout out to everybody that just keep him happy, keep him motivated from letters, you know, his grandma to just coming out there on his birthday, um, on his birthday, uh, there was Christmas, out there with the posters. Yo, you know, so there's been a lot of support. Yo, whose idea that be? Like, yo, let's go outside. Like, I don't even know how y'all know what's Sally in or where he can see. But, like, it'd be like, yo, turn up for that nigga real quick, it, man. I mean, it's just, you know, shout out to his family. And, you know what I'm saying? Like, they really know the ins and outs of how the unfair treatment he's getting in there. So, if they got to go above and beyond and do extra things to get that love across, then, you know what I'm saying, we're going to do it. Even myself, I got to pick up a call or send up whatever he needs done just to make sure I'm treated with urgency. Just anything to help him get a peace of mind because they already doing their part in there to take away his peace of mind. So the last year has been kind of rough on him. I believe you see on Instagram he posted. No, no, of course I've like, seen you know, that. He at he all the Bride County sheriffs. They've been really doing him, um, you know, they've been just trying to do him green, just trying to break him or get shit out of him, which is nothing to get. And unfortunate because of his situation and his finance, he don't get the same type of treatment that other inmates would get. Yeah, I, I was concerned about his uh, health issues. Um, he's filed a couple of motions or at least approached the authorities to say, hey, listen, 
you know, especially during the pandemic, be like, hey, listen, I, I got to get some treatment for shit. Y'all can't really offer it in here. Also, it's not the best situation. They will not let him out. No, no. circumstances. Um, do you believe he's getting treated differently than a regular inmate who was charged with the same thing, same circumstances 100%. would? Really? For sure. Because he have, in their eyes, he got more resources, he got more money, he got more say-so. Mm. So, once again, look at in a dirty mirror, that's the only way they can look at you. So, anything that he may do genuinely for somebody, or oh, just to be happy, they're going to look at it like he's trying to have his way. Oh, wow. I believe that they're, they're, they're trying to, what, what we've seen happen to Take K, I think they're trying to do it to him. Yeah. And, you know, they're they're pushing the limit to the point where I think they want to see the first popular hip-hop, you know, entertainer be on death row um, still while people care about it, which is, I think, just absolutely, right. you know. You know, I send my, I send my well wishes. Are you going to be at the trial and everything? I mean, technically, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I want to be there, but... Even myself, like the you know, what I'm saying the state, they don't technically look at me from the best of light, from the best lighting either. So they make it a little bit more difficult for me to be there. Like even last week, Drew and his family was there. They kicked Drew out. You know what I'm really? Yeah. Like they, they <laughs> at this point, it's just a, it's just, it's just tactics. It just makes make it un, very uncomfortable. Oh my god! So you know, I in. The thing with Melly is, you know, I'm here and um, I'm always one call away, and um, and away from my schedule. If I'm if I'm available, I'm always there for him physically. But due to this the scenario and the magnitude of the situation, it's always best for me to just kind of like play the, play distant because they're not looking at me from the best of lighting either. So anything, anytime she get, you know, the the prosecutor or the the state get a chance to show off, they're gonna try to show off. Will the do you know if, if his trial will be televised? Because I'm gonna I'm be not honest sure. with you. I, I, I watched really the X trial, and I, I, I'm telling you, man, if, if you're emotionally invested into an artist or anyone, and you have to sit there, you know, obviously I know his mom and his brother, mm-hmm. and <clears throat> everybody involved, family actually, member wise. They have to try to take the. They have to try to ban the mom from coming. Why? Because that's the type of timing they are, and, you know. But due to his little brother being a minor. She basically have to be there to you know, to be there with him because he's a, he's a minor, so be slime. But they, everybody, bro, they just Jesus. They on some they on that type of timing. <sighs> um, listen, we want to send our well wishes, and you know, um, I, I've analyzed the case a bunch. I, I I feel that they have him in a legal web. Which is going to be hard to, you know, kind of surmount, but it is up to his attorneys to try to, like, you know, kind of untangle everything and kind of make it make sense to say, hey, listen, what y'all are accusing him of, this is impossible or right. this did not happen. So, you know, I said my wish, what wishes to uh, Melly, but we do have to also say your prayers, man. Of course, you know what I'm saying God first. God could do anything. So, no matter what it looks like, you know, what I'm saying God got the last say. So. No, of course, and, and you know, even just talking about that, I, I don't even want to ask about it. That's why I was going to just move on. I was going to ask about music, but it's like at this point, uh, I, I could imagine this this moment in time is more about being a friend, being there for him, and hopefully he gets through this next 
part of his life rather than thinking about a music release and nothing like that. You know, obviously we've gotten a lot of music since he's been released or right. since he's been incarcerated. But, you know, you guys aren't thinking about music at this point uh, until you he figure was. out what's going on. He, he was. was. Yeah. Really? Like he really wanted to drop an album. What? Really? Yeah, because this is what he lives off. This is, what, this, this, is what, this is who he is. He's an artist. Regardless if he's locked up or not, he want to express himself. But, you know, right now, you know, me and the team, 300 Legal, we're having conversations. So don't be surprised if you start seeing new singles and records coming out. At the end of the day, this man is innocent of proving guilty, you know, to, to, to proving guilty. And he still got to pay his bills. He still got to take care of his family, himself. And he's a entertainer. This is how he take care of his bills. I'm going to ask a, a question that I'm going to ask twice because I'm going to ask it for the next artist to talk about. Is there a finite amount of... Do we run out of music from Melly at a certain point soon? Yeah, this is the last album. If, God forbid, anything would was to happen, this would be his last album. Really? Yeah, because Melly did one year, a year and a half of being active, and then he'd been locked up. So he's been surviving off what his last three catalogs have been incarcerated, since he's been incarcerated. It was music previously recorded. So this would be his last album if he dropped the album. And, you know what I'm saying, but we know, you know what I'm saying, at the end of the day, he's going to be found innocent and he's going to make music for days, for ages, because that's not his career, that's not how his story or his career end. But if, in a world, if this will, if we drop this and everything happens, the opposite of how we would want it to happen, then this will be his last album. Mm. So all the Melly fans, y'all got to, you know what I'm saying, y'all got to be there for your boy, for sure, because... I, I've, 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 like that question only came up recently when people were talking about pop, pop smoke. smoke. I seen that. Yeah. Same thing. Like, same thing with Vaughn too. Vaughn got like two, three albums left. Oh, so Vaughn has more. For sure. We dropping an album this year with Vaughn. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Before no, we get to hold on. Right, before we get to that, we got too much conversation. No, no, you, you're right. It, well, it's, it's the Melly <laughs> situation. Okay, Melly, I know. Like, I, I was just watching videos and vlogs. I'm, I'm like a super Melly fan. No, for sure. And you always been supportive. Shout out to you. Yo, so I've I, I've, I've watched man. videos of him just like, like, or even people talking about him in the studio. He just seems so talented. He's like a genius. He's belting out. He's a genius. Hooks and choruses and this and third. Are you telling me that you can't again? Whether things that maybe even he put out early in his career that maybe the masses didn't hear, he gotta have more than one. This can't be the last. If we were to drop this album, and God forbid, the verdict didn't go the way we all expect, and the appeal and all the other process that you got to do, no, nah, this would be his last album. Because this is somebody who dropped his first album being out, which was. Um, I am you, and then from then, from there, we all shine to um, Melly versus Melvin to just just a matter of slime. All those albums were records made incarcerated. Jeez, okay. I have two questions. One's gonna sound ridiculous. First one is let me ask a ridiculous question first. I don't know. Hey, listen, I'm Jamaican, mm -hmm. I listen to dancehall music a lot. My favorite entertainer or, or musician of all time is named Vibes Cartel. He's still yeah, recording. Or he's not recorded, but we get new music. You get right. what I mean? 
Come on. Like, when well, sure. you got a talented motherfucker, it's like, yeah, he can, if there's a will, there is a way now. Then, then Rallo just recorded a whole album. Uh, shout out to Rallo, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Free the real nigga. I'm saying? Real recognized real. Like, he just dropped the album and he recorded everything in jail. Did he? Yeah. He just dropped the album. Shout out to Rallo. Listen, man, I think you could get better in the fuck. This is 2023. Well, you can get that equipment, you can set up. Man, listen, we either gonna get the equipment or we got AIs and shit like that. I'm right. sorry. Nah, that nah, I don't know about doing AIs. You know what? You're not fucking with AIs? No, nah, I ain't doing that. He gotta do it himself. Now we're gonna be here. It's gonna be the end of the projects. We ain't doing all that. What? Nah, that's bogus. We ain't doing that. That's milking. I'll right? take him. Yo, no. if Melly writes it, I swear I'll take it. Nah, that's milking. If, if, if he's writing it, that's from that's his brain. milking it, fam. No. No, 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 no. But he got family to feed. Right. He got family to feed. But he can record in a mic. Matter of fact, I did my song Slums like that. Where he recorded that record, he did. He gave me a hook. He recorded that on the mic. It's not really good. So yeah, the, no, we can't have it on the jail phone. The jail phone they be distorting it for no reason. Nah, nah. I, 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 I want, I want the melly. Nah, vocals. bro, y'all ain't gonna have me out here looking like I'm trying to milk my artists and all that. Nah, we ain't doing that. Ain't no oh, okay. AI. Ain't none of that. Ain't no no. We if he can't record it himself, it's over with. That's what it be trying to say about X's mom. X, everybody think X's mom is going to be the first to do it. <laughs> X's mom, Cleo is not going to do that. Man, shout out to Cleo, man. I get what you're saying. Yeah, like, I'm, not, I'm not morally, I'm not going to do that. If Melly or Vaughn or whoever, whatever artist I'm working with, if they're in a situation where it's their last product, then, you know, that's the story. We're going to end it the way we need to end it, right? By the way, uh, not that, you know, this is something that you need credit for, but you don't get enough credit for. Um, I believe people always say dead rappers get the 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 the, the most promotion, right? <laughs> Damn. And that's a fucked up thing to say, but it's, it's true. Like when, when when a rapper isn't here, and that also applies to people incarcerated, that's when their music seems more valuable to an audience. Yeah, it does seem. Like you that. haven't been ever coming across as super thirsty to monetize off the fact that. There is a huge audience that wants Melly music and he's locked up, or there's a huge audience that wants King Von's music and he's deceased. Right. You've never been the person that does that, but it's, I could imagine there's dollar signs floating around all it the is. way. It is. And by the way, for sure. I guarantee even you saying, okay, this would be his last project, there's some label that says, this stupid motherfucker, <laughs> we got to check with your name on it. If you would just lie and say, nah, he got two more, we'll figure it out. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna do that, and I'm not gonna like risk any of my artists that you know what I'm saying put in work and build a, a legacy that they're proud of and mess it up by putting out music that they wouldn't be comfortable with. So when I say last, like there's hella sessions where I could find and put pieces together and play domino effect with, you know what I'm saying? Like, and, you know, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not willing to do that because at the end of the day, the Every record that came out from Vaughn or every record that came out from Melly, since they've been either, you know what I'm saying, dead or incarcerated, been them creatively did it themselves mm. or with just light touch-ups and things like that. But it's always been them. The moment I feel like I got to put a AI or a, a artificial part on a record, then I'm doing too much. I'm not going to do that. Because now it's not about, now it's not that that genuine that genuine sound no more. I'm, I'm building it. I'm gonna ask you this question again in a year. <laughs> in a year, in a year, Melly gonna be home, man. Well, hopefully. 
no, you know, obviously that's the, that's you know this conversation is is ain't shit. But but whether it's a year or and, and when I say year, also for Vaughn, right? For sure, it's like you know? again, Vaughn is someone that we love. I believe that fans will, if fans feel like it was his intention, or say was say he has some some demos or like a little reference he recorded into a voice note in his phone yeah. that just never got officially recorded. I don't think fans would care that an AI did it. Whatever. No, we're not doing that, bro. But, but we're not doing that, no that's AI. That's the spirit still. Like, if, nope. if, play this. I'm going to be honest. This is just me, though. If Melly right now has a notebook, I know he doesn't write, but right. if he has a you know, he, he might, you might write, write in jail. Right. If he has a notebook full of music and, you know, let's not even speak it into existence, but say for whatever reason he's yeah. not here. I'm gonna accept that music. No, bro, that's not Melly. That's an AI. We're not doing. That's like saying. Really? That's like saying. I don't know. I'm just a believer of God and a believer of just like you know what I'm saying things being the right way. That's like having a somebody like a dead person or trying to revive or having a clone. Like man, I'm not. No, no that's too much, bro. Damn, We're not man. doing all that. You know, I realize this nigga track got more integrity than me, man. <laughs> the whole time I'm thinking, I'm like, yo, this nigga Rico Beats just fucked it, fucked it up for for Pop Smoke situation. Yo, a Pop Smoke AI? Man, you is bogus. We not doing. I want a Pop. Pop, yo, Pop Smoke get, just get niggas active. But then again, then once that stuff happening, what's going to happen? The AI is going to take over and we ain't going to have no human, you know what I'm saying, interactions or no actual. That like, is true. No, nah, that's too much. Yo, I heard a drink so that in, slapped. Put and that in the wrong person hands. It's over. No, we're not doing it. I'm not an advocate of that. No. Hey, it's going to be whenever you hear one of my artists, it's going to be their content. It's going to be their lightness. It's going to be their creativityness. Like, Ain't it's not enough money in the world for me to go and take no money out like that. How are you gonna treat that? Because I think th this is now you know, and I get to have this conversation with you because now you're an artist, you're an executive, but also you deal with a lot of businesses. Like we're at that impasse right now. So for example, like you seen Drake basically after they put his voice over the Munch beat, they're like, he's like, yo, what's up? Like yo, y'all gotta like police this. Right. Universal's coming out to say, yo, hey, we're gonna put pressure on the streaming service or whatever else that's hosting. These songs that are sounding like other people, right? How do you look at it from a business perspective? I mean, call me old fashioned. I look at it like it's just wrong. Because why, are you, like, you putting an automated voice that sounds like somebody that's naturally born like that, and where you could actually make records and make finance over it? That's man, that's too much. To me, that's scary to me. Because we're losing too much, like it's like we're losing in touch of reality, where we're able to make AIs make records, and I think an AI got signed, ain't it? And it got dropped. Yeah, they did. Like that's before. That's because they did it wrong. If you ask me, they made up a fictional character, but it was a bunch of white dudes writing, and then the AI was saying "nigga" all over it. For? So when people found out, yo, see how white dudes just say "nigga," they got flamed for it. You know, if they just slide it in to be like, whoa, Pooh is locked up, but y'all ain't know that Pooh had about like 15 more records that y'all never heard. If they slid <laughs> it in like that, obviously that didn't happen, by the way. Right, it's not right, true. Right. But if they slid it in like that and then people found out later, they'll be like, well, did Pooh agree to it? It's all right. about it. Like, if people agree to it, if I'm Drake and I was thinking about this, 
Obviously, I know Drake is probably like really, you know, because he's one of the best ever. He's like LeBron, right? Yeah, so sure. he cares. Drake, but like, go, go if on. I'm a regular artist, I see some artists even start doing it. They start putting up like these things saying, yo, if you use my voice as an AI and you create the rhymes and the beat or whatever, yo, we'll split this shit 50 50. You know why? Motherfuckers is, they're going to create the music but that nah. your voice is saying what they, they're artists. Man, I come from. You might water it down though. You're right. I come from a place where we selling CDs and. It used to mean something to like hear your favorite artist on the radio or just hear an uh, artist that you love coming in town. So it's like when we start putting artificial intelligence in it, we're taking <laughs> away the soul out of it, man. That's true. That's true. It's like McDonald's now. There's a McDonald's where there's no humans. It's just straight. It's just straight machines. It's like, man, no. I'm not a fan of it. hundred K track is not a fan of that. I'm not. I'm not a supporter of that. I, again, I'm going to monitor this conversation because as time goes on, I would love to hear if your opinion changes or if you double down. No, I'm not. Just because I, I, th I think once the labels and everybody finds utility to it, they might even utilize it in ways to be like, hey, like, for example, these days, at least in hip hop, most artists don't create clean versions. Like clean yeah. versions is like, man, no, the, the deal. that's too much. You have the AI do the clean versions. Well, like, like for example, I, I'll give you an example, right? So in, in, in dancehall music, the clean version of a song can't be beeped out or whatever, whatever. You have to say a word. Right, you got to so, clean so, it so, up. so if you're going to be like, yo, yo, fuck, or you be like, yo, man, those them niggas. You can't just bleep niggas out. Yeah, you got to be like, those them dudes, those, those like in the clean shit. version. Yeah. Artists aren't. Because they don't even care about radio no more. So an artist don't really want to record a clean version for every song. How about if you do, you take their real version and the AI does the clean edits? All right, cool. That's fine. If See? You, no, I'm saying that's fine. Starts there. No, that's fine if you're willing to have Stephen Curry have a robot <laughs> go on his end and shoot threes all day and not practice. Or have a, a robot with LeBron James' body okay. that practice the dunks with him. And then in the game days, <laughs> he could just go dunk on everybody. And No, man. Put in the work. Like, okay. be in the experience. Do you what you got to do. That's I, too much. I like you having that opinion now. For now. You I'm is an AI what. fan. No, no, no. Well, 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 I'm a fan. I'm a fan of music. Right, but I'm a that's fan not of music. music, though. That's I'm, coming from a robot. Well, fans haven't connect. Like, as long as fans could loosely connect. Like, for example, Vaughn was, and, and we're about to talk about Vaughn now anyway. Vaughn is one of the realists. Album on the way. Like, anytime I hear Vaughn say something, I think he was telling the truth. There's a lot of other niggas that be like, yo. So you robbed five niggas, shot three niggas, right. and then did that, and you did the race, and the cops didn't catch you? You're a good liar. But but the song sounds hot. Right. Vaughn was one of the rare people we actually believe. So so what, what I'm trying to say is that music is built to realize that sometimes the guy telling you the, the, the shit they did is cap. But so like let music that happened with the guy that's telling you that not no robot. I'm not against. No, I'm just against. What's the difference? You lied to me or the robot lied to me? All right, look, how about, lied. look, how about this? A robot's gonna come take over off the records, and you ain't gotta do nothing no more. They're gonna come and do all your uh, all your speeches. And I told about know, my life though. If a if, 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 that's what music supposed to be, even if you not most of these niggas is capping. But it's okay. But you you referencing somebody life no, that makes on. that it's still okay. that human touch. No, no, we're not talking about AI with Vaughn. We're talking about just from random AI These niggas is lying right. They're lying already but Why can't a computer lie for them because Like we're not talking about for Vaughn I get it Vaughn is different, different. But Because it's a computer The majority act, of these niggas human, bro. They're saying they spun the block They never did it So you want an AI to spin the block 
The AI never did it either. We're just listening to two liars. <laughs> hey, listen, man. Let me t- let's talk about Vaughn because I because he, he, I think we're about to argue about liars and like half of these niggas are saying they yo somebody made a great point. They said Vaughn exposed the entire industry. If every nigga did what they claim they did in, in their rhymes, how come they most of some of these gangster rappers never been to jail? No, hundred percent. They never For been sure. under investigation. How come Von? When you look at his life objectively, you can see that people were trying to connect him to things. Right. These other dudes, they had no problems. You know why? Because right. they're rapping. About their homies' life, which is there's no problem right. with it. Yeah, but they're lying. It's cool. It's lying. Right. It, it's I don't really lying and being able to, you know what I'm saying, talk about an environment that you're part of from just either if your brother or your homeboy, or your the cousin, AI your is going to talk homie. about the environment. Man, <laughs> stop with this AI, bro. You, hey, you is you trying to have uh, All right. a robot take over? Nah, All we right, ain't hold doing on, hold on. that, man. Okay, I'm not. I'm not co-signing no AI doing anything that a human could do. Because then we're gonna start. It's, then it's gonna. Then we really gonna start selling. Yo, our, it, we selling our soul. Track that's selling a, your soul. Track about to change his mind a couple years. We'll Never come back to it. But before we get to that, I do want to hear your opinion and your analysis of the conversation that started about a month and a month and a half ago with Vaughn. They said King Vaughn is a serial. Well, who said what's his name? Because he had we had talked. My man Traplo Ross. Trap I'm gonna be Lord honest Ross. with you. I've Lord. I've kind of like looked at some stuff, and I'm like, this could if these things are true. I don't right. know if it's true. Yeah. If if the the if is so big on this is like the if is like this, and every other words like this. Yeah. So you asking me if I think Bond's a serial killer? Yeah. Um. I feel like Vaughn is an artist and he's a great friend and it's going to sound like a political answer, but I didn't, I, I, I didn't have the, I didn't have, you know what I'm saying? Like that type of experience with him. Yeah, I ain't going to let you get away with this one. I'm, I'm saying like, I didn't have that experience with him. You could defend him. No, no, I'm not saying you I seen, I seen somebody with a great heart. I seen somebody that nah, take care of the neighborhood. Hold on now. Track. I seen somebody that let held it down it. for his family. No, so I didn't oh. see a serial killer. Oh, by the way. No, no, no. Maybe he had to protect himself no, nobody, more than average. Okay, that's a good point. You can make that point. I like that. I'm saying, like, well, maybe, but I don't know. Let me frame it like this. I think what you just said is a great comeback to it. It's cool. Um, but but it, we have to have this conversation because people are having it. So, Vaughn, I do believe he's, I think he's a... a extraordinarily loyal person, which is a great man, trait. Man, shout out to Vaughn, man. The most... like. A nigga who makes it and goes back to his hood and breaks out a hundred thousand. I'm gonna be honest. I still haven't seen that from nah, nobody. Realist man. A guy who Genuine. was unfazed by fame and still was very in touch and intact with what was going on in his community and the people that he grew up with, and also never forgot the people who he went through real trial and tribulations with. That's right. really dope. However. They're using his lyrics. Mm-hmm. They're using accusation. I'm gonna be honest. I, I think the Chicago Police Department, if there exists, because I don't even know what they do. <laughs> but Damn. after he died, they put him. They list him as a, a, a suspect for a as a suspect murders, right? as for murders. So now, remember, they never solved it. They never right. locked him up when he was alive. Right. But because they now listed 
bec- after he's dead to close their case because you know why they're listening, right? Hey, it's a cold case. The guy we would want to arrest, he's dead. Right, right. So that could be skewed. But because they do that now, everyone is just saying Vaughn is this like hitman. Mm-hmm. And I, I heard, I heard, um, you know, Dirk kind of respond to it in a nonchalant way when he did he did a cover story with Double XL, basically saying Shout that's Dirk, man. not Smart. who he you is because you know, salute to my boy Traplo Ross who also did the documentary. But but like when he tried to find serial killer, he says someone who takes pleasure mm-hmm. in just killing. And I think that's where hip hop fans are at. Did Vaughn just like death? I mean, bro, first of all, me, you, or nobody else can't convict this man of nothing because in the eyes of the law, he haven't been convicted of anything. That is true, too. So no matter what you, me, Trap Lord, Ross, everybody say Vaughn is not a killer. He wasn't convicted. He was never convicted. He never convicted. So he went to trial. He 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 was. You know what I'm saying. He was. He found. He he had justice. He was wasn't him. But now, if you're talking about somebody that because of their past and their lifestyle, now hold on now. I gotta call you to the carpet because oh, you gotta you, come. I gotta play devil's advocate because even though I love Juan, but it's still you know what I mean. This is what it is. Um, you're using the Aaron Hernandez argument. Aaron Hernandez. Facts. Well, Aaron Hernandez, because he filed an appeal, died as an innocent man. He never killed nobody. Mm-hmm. He died. Y'all couldn't convict him. Right. Like he did. He did get convicted on one thing, but he appealed it. And in the appellate process, if that doesn't complete, you're innocent. Vaughn, I think people are looking at it to be like, "Yo, bro, like, yo, Vaughn was tweeting stuff, like." Come on, like I mean, bro, Ron gave us a lot of evidence. Hey, bro. listen, this is the same person that gave you a record called Crazy Story. This is some. This is the same True. person that gave you a record called Took It to the O. This is somebody that gave you a record called uh, Three AM. He Vaughn was in his artistic bag, whereas an individual, even before we met him as the artist we knew him as, he was always very intrigued in stories. He was very intrigued and just illusion and just. You know what I'm saying? Just different concepts and reality. I'm going to ask a rhetorical so, question. It, yeah. When you hear those songs by Vaughn, mm-hmm. do you think he's creative or you're like, yo, this nigga talking about a real life event? I ain't gonna lie to you. Vaughn, I used to think took him to the O. Right. Was like, oh, this is like, this is really creative. Yo, I said that, and I still stand by this. King Vaughn is one of the greatest storytellers of the modern day. Ever. Time. The Ever, greatest. Definitely. But he's on a short list of ever, if you ask me. Mm. Of the last 20 years, I give it a King Von. And there's For some sure. great storytellers that, that do I get to him at all times. I think King Von was the greatest storyteller of all time because he made people like academics and people like you guys believe every character he ever played. Because guess on. what? In reality, Crazy story is a real story. Act, was Von ever convicted of any murders or any like charges. Wasn't, but like, I so at the end of the day, this was an artistic person with a crazy sense of humor that was very entertained entertaining on social media. So let me Regardless of Trap Lord Ross, anybody that got anything to say, my dog was creative and he was ahead of his time. So when he was doing all those tweets and all those things, he was building a narrative. He was doing what he was doing because he always been that type of King Von. I'm, 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 right. I'm, I'm glad you said that. And this is where I ask a question for me to you, because what I do believe in, I, I, I fuck with uh, Traplo Ross and, you know, I've, you know, I've heard all the narrative and I've even been like, maybe he was. 
we haven't heard from somebody who knew him intimately. Mm. We don't know how he was like. Was this a person who um, meticulously was kind of cooking up either narratives or whatever that, that people could buy into? Or was it just somebody who was just like, yo, I, I just came back from killing two people. Let me just wrap some. Like, because that's what people think. Nah, yeah, sure, nah. yeah, the blood, the blood's still on my hand. Put nah, on a beat. Hell no. Nah. You know what I mean? Vaughn read so many stories. Why he Remember, this somebody, every time he got locked up, he would read books. He would read. Really? Yeah, he would read like. We don't hear Earth. this part. Man, nah, he would read urban stories. He would read a lot of those, not, you know, fictional stories about, you know what I'm saying, characters. So he was already in, he was already in that space in his mind. And even, like, even back then, like, you could tell from just, like, talking to BJ or talking to anybody who really know him, he was always a, someone, like, with an adventurous, like, type of mentality. So he would come, go to the studio, write records like Wayne's Story, write records like My Two Little Shorties, like that, you know what I'm saying? He's a, he he's what he's a genius. He's what he's what a lot of people's not. They can't tap into that creativity in this way. They could build a story. Now, what I think what confused a lot of people because it's an actual environment. He's from a place where murders and killings and and death and you know what I'm saying and a lot of things is happening. So when somebody like him is articulating that, if if you got somebody like what's his name, um. The dude with the glasses, he rap, um, he's half black, half white. Uh, Logic. Logic, right? If Logic is telling stories like King Von, you're looking at it like- You wouldn't believe it. You wouldn't believe it, but you're going to look at it like, oh, he's he's ripping it. He's entertaining. The way he's able to articulate that. The only difference with Von and Logic, two different uprisings, two different upcomings. So it's like when he said- Von is vivid, though. But he's vivid, but it's like he's just- The whole hip-hop culture gives Von a certain credit- to say that the way he came in the game, so raw, detailed, straight to the point, it got Dirk back in a different bag. It yeah. in, like you know, Dirk is amazing by himself. Yeah, so I don't, so I don't want to like you know, sure. this no funny shade, nothing. It's like Von was such a yo straight shooter in yeah. terms of how vividly like I'm telling you before the music videos everything hearing him talk about certain situations you almost feel like you're in there while listening to the music that's a very difficult task right I mean if really to be real with you if you look at it like this right Von up bringing in his surroundings he's able to articulate and have a little bit more in-depth feelings with certain things because he done seen it, done been through it, and is living it from the you know his past. Think about when he started giving you guys the music you guys started to hear. He was already lit. He was already in Atlanta, not in the streets, making money. He wasn't telling y'all crazy stories and took it to the old when he was in the trenches, battling his ops or going through it. Right? So the space he was at when he was giving you guys that story was a comfortable space, was a space of relaxation. I got, you know, I'm, I'm doing what I want to do. I'm able to use some of my past stories, some of my past upcomings, and put it into a fictional world that make y'all love it. Like, so no, he's not a serial killer. No, he, you know, the man is innocent of every, all charges he was ever convicted of. So before you come, before you put that title on him, Go put it on the extra serial killers that got convicted of the bodies. Don't take away his artistic vision and his craft and painting in a way where he's a monster when he wasn't because he gave you where his backgrounds could be monstrous. That don't make it him. There's somebody who took care of his mom, his family, his neighborhood. Like, 
You know what I'm saying? If he's a, like a serial killer job is what to be a serial killer. I wonder. I'm guessing it doesn't. So I'm, I'm, it's, this is a rhetorical question as well because I'm answering a little bit too. I feel like the image, like a lot of times people don't realize, okay, like you knew him personally. Like you knew this guy like you were talking to him every day. You were traveling with him. Yeah. So when you say he's not a serial killer, that's not the guy who you know he was maybe personally. But here's the thing. His music, his music, I think, and I know it's, it's posthumous at this point, his music is like immortalized by the thought that he could be. He could be. And that, how, that, do, how does that play? Because, because here's the thing. You obviously want people never to forget about him. But if they're remembering him like, yo, remember that one crazy guy that was like the top killer that also rapped good? Right. They're going to keep streaming. Yo, I, st- I ain't going to lie. When I listen to Vaughn music, I want to put on a ski mask because I, right. it's, it's the mental imagery that's coming from the music and when I think about his life. But, yeah. You know what I mean? Now, it, granted, no disrespect to Lil Tecca. If, if Lil Tecca said the same thing, I'd be like, Tecca, I know you ain't on shit, man. I yeah, ain't about to. Like, Tecca. My dog on that. What you mean? <laughs> yeah, I fuck with Tecca. He be on that. <laughs> You're in more genius. He says, I've never seen two twin glocks. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but, 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 but again, the imagery. Or the perception does help Vaughn's music, doesn't it? We're not discrediting the fact that this man came from a uh, upbringing where death was just regular. He lost multiple of his close friends, you know what I'm saying? Family members, his dad. And he lost his dad to gun violence at an early age. So we're not taking away that all the trauma he's been through and everything that he's seen makes the music credible. What I'm saying is we're not going to act like this man was out here catching bodies and just just top serial killer of, you know what I'm saying, of damn United States, but taking away from the fact that because his music was so well articulated, like so well articulated that fans want to believe it, but don't make it where that's him. Like Denzel Washington and Training Day is Denzel Washington. You know what I'm saying? That's a little bit different, though. No, it's not. Because I'm going to Den- be honest with you. Some of these it's rappers, a character, though. I'm some saying of these Von rappers is a, is an artist. I so he give you guys character. I believe Vaughn was one of the realest niggas alive. We're not saying he wasn't, <laughs> like, but I'm saying listen, though, if he Denzel, on him. you remember when Denzel played Training Day? Right. It's like me seeing Denzel and me still be like, yo, yo, what up? Yo, what you did to Snoop was, was fucked up on that block. Yo, I believe Vaughn. Yo, Vaughn is, if he's That's an actor. makes him the greatest storytelling rapper of all time because he actually made characters where you could see it happen in real life. Man, look at Vaughn, bro. Vaughn look like one of them uh, boys, like one of them people on the damn Calvin Klein commercial that's on the billboards getting millions. This man's a nah. handsome, you know what I'm saying, very well-liked I, track I gotta guy. Call you like, out for come that. on, man. Just y'all tripping. I, this man don't look like three. nothing like y'all trying to, Yo, you know Tay what I'm saying? 600 said he used to wake up with Vaughn and Vaughn. <laughs> Yo, this shit is... Yo, the stories about Vaughn is ridiculous. Right. Yo, by the way, I wish, you know, uh, you know, that's just like one of the most unfortunate incidents that's ever happened in rap history. And I really wish Vaughn was here mm-hmm. because, you know, I'm, I'm only looking at it from the musicianship and the, you know, the, the, the artistry perspective. He was heightening the bar of what you could, what realm you could bring an audience and, and a listener into to believe you, whether it's true or not. Right. Like he would have you in a different cloud. 
You know what I mean? Like, there's people that people are looking up because of him. You get what I mean? Like, they're like, oh, shit. Like, like I'm starting to go over, like, his old music videos to see if, like, wait, did he slip something in there? Pause. Like, oh, right. shit. That's kind of, that's a great. He's like, an artist. So, somebody that might, might not understand this comparison, but it's like, what's that chick that wrote Harry Potter that everybody hate now? Like, J.K. Rowling? Like, yo, that's like, that's level of depiction where right. you can write something and create a whole different world that people are obsessed with. But let's keep that. And let's not take that away from him as an artist because I get it. Y'all want him to be the serial killer and this mass murderer and things like that. But he's an artist first. Y'all did not meet this man from Old Block where he was out here sliding on ops. Nah, he told us Old Block was, it was right. Like but a I'm saying though, y'all met this man. Y'all met this man as an artist. That's so true. it's like let's. Give him all that credibility and all those accolades you saying. Compare him to the best of the best, and he's the greatest story of because he was able to make his fans and and unknown and people that's not fans come into a world where they hey yo I don't know if I'm gonna believe this guy or not, but this shit right here seems like it really happened, and that's hard to do. Like Tupac, that's like right. Tupac, Tupac was a great poet at his at, yeah. at his time, but a lot of stuff that Tupac talked about, he wasn't really. Too much involved in But he was able to bring you Into that world yeah, Where you felt job, it You feel me Biggie Like y'all think Like before Biggie before Biggie he, he was just a rapper you know what I'm you saying know what I mean? Like he but, might have rapped About some great things But people call Biggie One of the Like one of the most Respected street rappers Of all time and Because he's one, he's one of the Greatest storytellers too Like time. yo you know Like he'll, he'll tell you About a time I think The, the only difference that I, I would say about Biggie and And like Vaughn Is that he took Biggie told a great story. It makes sense. That could be like a actual script to a like you know a short film. Mm-hmm. That was cap. <laughs> like it was pretty easy to tell his cap with Vaughn. Like niggas are still like. <laughs> anyway, all right. I get um, what you're saying though. I, I get what you're saying. I mean, like his it, it all boils down to just like his environment and what he's been through and it's, you know stuff he don't overcome. But I don't want the world to like get the picture. Like at the end of this day. I mean, at the end of the day, this man was an artist first. Like, he strived on. Like, bro, look, I'm like, tell y'all something, like, a lot of people wouldn't know. Like, before Ron passed away, me and him was talking about doing tours, right? Where he would actually do, like, a, like a, like a play, like a theater play for his shows. And I'm, you know, I ain't want, a lot of people might try to take the juice and steal it now, whatever. But basically, Everything he rapped about from Take It to the Old Crazy Story, he wanted that to be happening while he's performing. Like, it's happening on set. Like, you're changing set. You got a casting. You got... So, he was that much in depth of his with his creativity. So, when y'all come in and y'all saying this, that, it's like, damn, like, I don't want that to die. I don't want that creativity. Like, this man really took his... That's interesting. Right. And a lot of people going to take... Take the, take the little shit and try to ride with it. You know what I'm well, saying? Well, nobody's as, as descriptive and as nobody, I, there's nobody close to be like, oh, this guy is so real. Like, this, like, again, you have to be so real that that somebody will accept your performance to be. Yvonne, Yvonne did like a Broadway play and and just like he played a character and was just rapping, not even with a mic, just had like an earpiece. No, that's that, what he wanted to do. He didn't that want a shit mic. would have been he, fire. That's what I'm saying. That's, that's the conversations me and him was having before he passed away. Was that type of yo for my next tour? I want a whole setup. I want to have the. I don't want no mic. I want the earrings. I want the stuff sets to move around. I want to change outfits. So when you talk, when when I'm sitting down speaking to a King Von like that, and I'm telling you like yo, his creativity was above a lot of people. So I don't want you to 
take his storytelling and his greediness, like, yo, this man was out here just catching bodies for fun. He would have more pleasure of entertaining and making stories and descriptive records like that for y'all enjoying it more than he would go and slap on the op. Like, you know what yeah. I'm saying? That's not his life. His ending goal in life wasn't to be a serial killer. wasn't to be a gangster. It was to be an artist, one of the best storytelling artists of his generation, of any generation. Wow. Um, last question about Vaughn, and then we're going to move on. But I got to ask. Mm-hmm. Because it's only, you know, after I seen Mama Duck, oh my God, aka OnlyFans, <laughs> I immediately started to think about some of the rappers who may have lost their life tragically, who maybe their parents, maybe their loved ones were dependent on them that now they have to fend for. Right. Um, so specifically, Vaughn, and and you know you were helping him with business affairs. Mm-hmm. Is his family good? We ain't seen an OnlyFans pop up, right? I mean, when you say family, like, this, this is so big. Well, well, like, well all right, hold on. It's, well, I would imagine his estate is owned by his mom. His kids. Mom and kids. Right. His mom and kids cool, right? Please. Right. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay. I mean, like, wow. his 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 kids, you know what I'm saying? Like, any funds that goes through his music and all that stuff, it goes to the estate, and they're well taken care of. Um, you know, there's also, you know, there's rules and regulations how the the parents and stuff get with money, but, you know, they're good. And his mom, I actually brought his mom on board on, on, my, on, on my management side really? to help with his affairs. So, you know what I'm saying? Mama Vaughn is actually my co-manager when it comes to anything Vaughn music. She's, That's actually dope. Yeah, because, you know what I'm saying, away from just financially wanting her to be good for the rest of her life, I didn't want her to feel like she got to wait on me or wait on anybody else to give her next income when her son is not here and she knows more about her son than a lot of people. So bring her on board on the business side, give her that creative space to become in the entertainment field, but still to what she would be familiar with, which is her son. So, you know, she's good. She, whenever I eat, she eats, we bust it down. I think that's dope. And, and again, you know, I'm using that one situation to kind of that triggered that thought, but it, but it really does matter to me. That if a son, like we're, we all got moms and of course fathers and mm-hmm. grandmothers and grandfathers, but it's like, if if you're really rich and successful, I'm hoping that if you meant something in this world that people are going to celebrate your existence or mourn your memory, right. your, your family shouldn't have to, you know, be starving. And, and again, not saying you're going to be making a billion dollars, but like, you guys should be good. Like, hey, right. handle the affairs of... This particular person, and you should be fine, right? Yeah, I mean, as far as financial, you know, financials wise, the kids is always taken care of when it comes to the will. When How many comes, kids did he have? Three. Wow. Okay. He have um, one boy, two girls. Okay. Um, you know what I'm saying? So the kids are always good, but so the the after effect of that is those sometimes the parent. Don't really get situated um, as much as the kids and other family members. So me being able to, you know, what I'm saying, bring Vaughn mom on board on the management, kind of help 
her along Gotta the get the mama good. Yeah, the, the mama gonna handle all that. And, yeah. and, I, and I'm very happy and, and, to hear and that. She's, and she's super, like, this project coming out, because, you know, I, I do want to say, like, Von Du got an album coming out this year. When? Sooner than later. I'm not gonna tell y'all the date. <laughs> but sooner than later, though. The date, brother. Shout out to Empire. Shout out to Gazi. You know, we, we dropping 2023. You know, y'all stay tuned for that. But his mom is pretty, you know, and his uncle is really involved with it from from you know to the records choosing the choosing the music you know what I'm saying likeness and videos and stuff like that so I'm super proud of her I'm super happy that she's you know got the strength and the you know just got the will to to keep it going and helping me and my team um, you know just making that making that happen so anything you see with Vaughn it's it's me and his mom and his family that's doing the hands on you know what I'm saying alongside with Empire and stuff like that so I'm I'm pretty excited about that that's really good And um, salute to of course His family um, Alright cool So so we talked about We talked about Melly We definitely talked about Vaughn um, I, I'm, I'm super interested in Knowing What you believe Is the next frontier And kind of getting back To your stuff With Just music And the music industry I'll propose this to you Because I've heard A few people say it um, I actually recently heard on an interview I was watching. I don't know if you, you fuck with my man um, Sean Cotton from Say Cheese. I don't know if you know yeah, that, but fuck with Say Cheese, Sean Cotton, um, Florida. You know, he, he was fucking with like being an executive for a little bit, and then um, I, I don't know if he officially quit, but he kind of said something to the effect of like, "There's no passion in this." Mm-hmm. And I've heard other people say kind of like, "You know, the money isn't as much as maybe it used to be, or it's just a different game." Mm-hmm. Why do you still? Why are you still like that invested into music? Because you've made a bunch of mo- money, mm-hmm. but you don't have to be an executive and like, you know, do what you're doing now. Why sign a deal with 300? Why not take that money, flip this, put it in real estate, and just? I mean, I'm doing that too, though. Like, you know, what I'm saying I got other stuff going on, other ventures, but the music is just my passion. It's just something that's my identity. That's just you know, that's just who I am. Like, I've been involved. In the music industry since I was sixteen, like, and I love it, and I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't change professions for, for anything. So, anytime I wake up and sign a new artist like Breezy Lynn or Wham or, you know, so a little Fifty, I'm super excited about it because I'm, I'm ready to see what the next level look like for them, and I'm still excited about hearing new music. So, you know, I'm I'm somebody that whenever, every Friday I go to the um, Apple Music and Spotify and I listen to every album that comes out. Really? Yeah. So I'm just a fan. Oh, you do another showcase, man. If you don't know showcase. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. Yo, I gotta let y'all know. Track done change up on all y'all niggas. You know, before he was really looking for new talent. Now he's like, man, if y'all got a little bit of buzz, fuck y'all niggas. Nah, that's cap. I'm, I'm, I got. I was trying to do a showcase with him, man. He done with the showcase. Man, he said I, showcase is over. I got the hundred K open stage still going. I just dropped the reality TV show off that with you. In, I know that. You know what I'm saying? I know that. I still, I still gotta, you know, do that business with you because mm-hmm. I want you to react to it. But um. Those showcases are just going, you know, I, I want it to be bigger and bigger. So I want to apply like, you know, like videos and recording and making all those like more of a experience. So every showcase I have, I want to be. You got bring it to the East Coast. That's hard. Yeah. But I, hey, I you know. Let me ask you a question because I, I'm thinking about your perception, right? Like you are someone like if. So if I was an artist from Florida. Part of my dream would be to sign to somebody like you. Man, that's just love. like and by the way, sometimes it's regionalized. Like for example, I had um um what's his name again? Is it Scott or Sean? I forgot his name, but but Arnold, that the guy who signs the, the baby, baby and yeah, also 
Now, if you're from that region, that's the guy you gotta sign. Like, if, sure. you, if you want to feel like yo, you on, you you sign to him. Yeah, I think I, I think I think P working a little magic, cooking up real good in Atlanta, where it's like you know, there's a bunch of players in Atlanta still, right. but like he's trying to make it like yo, if, if you want to get on one of the. The, the the good guy, or not good guys, but it's like you want to get a little advantage. Come over here. I think when it comes to Florida, right? Mm -hmm. I think you're one of the guys, right? So it's like if I'm a Florida artist, it's easy. Like I want to get the attention of a hundred K track. Right. However, let's go outside of that. Obviously, you have you know fifty from Cleveland. He's from Cleveland. Mm -hmm. Okay, but if if, if I'm from, from New York, let's say I'm from Chicago. Mm -hmm. Maybe you're not the first thing that comes up, right? Mm. Maybe like, oh shit, wait, it's little baby. You got baby and the boys, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, there's a bunch of options. How are you trying to appeal to everybody else outside of your region that you kind of have a really stronghold on? Um, just by working and just being, you know, just having more success stories outside of Florida. Because, like, I feel like when people do think of a hundred k. They do think Florida, but because of the Vaughn situation, my identity kind of surpassed Florida. So, you know what I'm saying? With with OTF and Get Back Gang and everything that involves with them, it kind of took me across Florida. But right now, I'm not really focused on trying to, like, take any reasons or take any places. Or, you know, I'm just trying to find great artists, you know, that want it, that I really believe in and just put my all into it and, and make you know what I'm saying one success story at a time because I feel like it's like a building block. The more the more the more plaques you bring in, the more success you have, the more artists you break, then that starts sp spreading. Because like QC, Lil Baby and Migos, and they already surpassed to where not everywhere in, around the world gonna want to sign a QC. I'm trying to have a hundred K like that where they feel like yeah. it's not just a Florida thing. It's it's a everywhere thing. You know what I'm saying? And Vaughn did a Vaughn did did me justice by allowing me to have that stature around like different parts of, you know, of the world, the United States. But when it comes to Florida though, I'm trying to lock that down for sure. Cause I'm still competitive at the end of the day. If you're an artist and you from Florida and you're not thinking a hundred K, I feel like I'm not doing my job. Cause why I have to leave, why I have to go somewhere else when I'm a Florida based label and, yeah, yeah. You, and you know what I do, you know what I'm saying? You know, the artists that I have, the success stories that I got, from Florida alone, Hot Boy, Melly, Rico, FCG Heen, Wham. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I guess, like, my final question on that would be, okay, so, all right, cool. L let's say whether it's Florida or an artist from Chicago, that nigga ain't on no street shit. He on some juice or shit. He's on, he's just saying, like, you know what I mean? He's seen shadows in his room. He's right. like, he's he not on, you know, he's not like the tough guy, like, I just killed, like, spent the block 30 times right. and killed 20 niggas. But I don't feel like that's my brand, though, because Melly wasn't well, spending the block 30 times. Melly nah, is I had to listen a couple Melly's times, suicidal and nah. Nah, well, it was his personality. No, no, yeah. Now he was very multifaceted. Yeah. But you go listen to that motherfucking Blue Balenciaga, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. I mean, I, I'm not. <laughs> Carbonized, they all with me. I'm all for it. Fuck I, with me. I'm really you all You get hurt. Like, come on. <laughs> it ain't nothing to put a pussy nigga on a shirt. Come on. I feel like. That's my guy, you know man. What I'm saying? I'm you not, like, Melly gonna get out, man. I want Melly out, man. Fuck man, all that shit. Melly man. gonna be home in 2023. God damn it. That's my boy, man. That nigga was killing this shit. 
I feel like though it's not really no genre to my brand though. Like, you know what I'm saying? Breezy's a Breezy Lynn is a like a you know New York artist with that drill movement type of vibe, you know what I'm saying? More of a softer side. And Lil' 50, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, go on. Yeah, step on. But I had like you artists gotta like. You got to get an R&B. Look, you need an A-Boogie listen, nigga. Like an matter A-Boogie fact, type you got nigga. into it with one of my artists. Ooh. I'm in the trade. You was, you was trying my boy, man. I seen wait, wait, Tone by Resonate wait. left. Wait, so Arm is your artist? He like, <laughs> that's, that's, your, that's your artist? Oh, yeah, I'm in the trade. You're lying. No. You capping right now. I'm not capping. Ar- the Armin nigga? Hey, the, hey Armin, I got your back. You want me to knock him out? Yo, Armin, not your artist. Yes, I'm in a trade. Uh, you just know him. You're not your artist. Nah, they'll sign with me. They, they're still signed right now. I mean, we got, you know, a Where'd couple more find, commitments. What, okay, okay, how'd you find him? No, no, you got, no, we got to talk about Um, He DM'd me on Instagram and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't too aware of his brand and his brother and the music. But then once I dived in, you know what I'm saying, I, I really seen the star potential. I got a record with him called No Love with me, him, and Melly and his brother on YouTube right now. Hey, by the way, I, I'll say this if he's watching. I think I did him a favor. I'm going to tell you why. I never said he wasn't talented. Right. I just said his name wasn't as big yet. Right. Right? Now here's the thing. My personal opinion is that he's he's comes across everybody really nice. And unfortunately in the music business, you need an edge. Whether it's the ed- look how many artists get popping because you're the weirdo. Right. These niggas be normal Listen, as I'm hell. I'm in the trace from the streets, man. They're from the trenches, man. They're from Detroit. They're from one of the worst places in Detroit. Well, I heard him say that, but, but like we gotta see it. Like we gotta yeah. it, like some of these niggas, they just paint their fingernails black. These niggas not gay. Like, these niggas just want to cause right. it. Nah. These niggas will just put on, like, they'll do some weird shit. And not saying they have to be weird. Yeah. But everybody realizes that it's such a competition for attention that you want to stand out or have an edge. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I, when I was watching him, and that's the only reason I even mentioned the, the, the whole him and Reggie thing. I was like, like... You're coming off bland because you're being the perfect boyfriend. I ain't gonna, we live in a toxic era, dog. All right. I, mean, I ain't gonna lie. This is gonna sound crazy. That's I probably what he do, though. Say, if he was cheating on like 20 times, I'd be like, yo, that's a nigga. But look, though. <laughs> I mean, it, it's. That sounds so crazy. Listen, that's a, true, though. He'll be on Shade Room for. Yo, if he was cheating on left, right, and center, it'd be like, yo, who? This guy's a fuckboy. But you know what I said? He's a fuckboy, but damn, he could sing. Right. Nobody ever says, oh, Not he's Trey, a really look, dope though. dude. He's cool. He's solid. And he could make music. Trey's hey. hard too. His brother. No, no, no I've, I, mean, I, I heard him on, on another song with someone. Right. Hey, you ever heard? The, you ever heard the saying? Bad news travels faster than good. Yeah, that's true. You do right. So it's like yo, me, me be like yo, y'all know my boy. But track, you ain't yo, know. track but hard this center. Now if I say yo, yo, this fuck nigga track. I ain't gonna lie, he stole a hundred thousand from me. We caught him doing this. You know, right. they're gonna be it's, like, it's, it's let me Google him now. Right, that's true. You say something good about you. All right, fuck that nigga. I say something bad about you. I gotta it's, find the T. I gotta do this. But I'm just doubling down on what you saying. Like on what I was saying. Like I could have. I work with multiple true, different true, true. type of artists. So I'm in the trade. We did that project together. You know what I'm saying? We got. You know, we got more work coming in. I'm not just a, like a gangster and street type of brand type of company. Like I want you I'm to get from a writer, scientist type of artist. Mm, what you think, FC Jaheem? You don't think FC Jaheem is like that? FC Jaheem is on that type of vibe. Yeah, but it gotta be you know straight about love, not street love. Oh, that's what you're like saying. straight love. Like, hey, Do we my have heart's any artists broken. Like that? That's like that. Um, no, nah, I don't got no straight R and B artists like that. Shit, but and then you gotta get an emo artist. One of them like anti-social, like I'm just upset at the world type niggas. Right. Like, everybody got one of those. 
You know what yeah. I mean? Just be like, yo, just See, like, but to, like today. I today I talk to everybody. Tomorrow I just stare at the wall. Yeah. That's what's popping now. Niggas got niggas is fucked up. Yeah. Nah, real shit though. But you know, I, I'm I'm down to work with any type of artist though, and I want to work with like different type of artists. That's why I'm so excited about Breezy Lynn because it's like she's my first female artist. What you seen her? You tell me. I, everything. She's from Marcy. Where Jay Z from? Holy. You know what I'm saying she's from the trenches. She's she know how to get on that mic and talk that shit, and she know how to be sexy. You New know York females is popular. Matter of right fact, now. you know the song "Bad Bitches, Mad Riches." That's her shit. Yeah, that's my shorty. Wait, so New York females is popping right now. Did did, did you find her after? There's a wave for New York. Not find her during the wave. You find her during the wave. Yeah, but she's she's about the What do you think? Though. What do you think is about like why is that happening now? Like, like I've even heard people say these days females. Rapping is gaining more attention than the new dudes rapping. Basically saying, "Yo, the females is where it's at right now." It Why is. do you think that wave is happening? Because they're not getting locked up, and they could and they could sell other things other than music. They could sell merchandise. You know what I'm saying? And it's just everything shift right now. If you look at it, 2020 what two to like in the mid of 2021. I think Cardi and Gorilla and all the big. Records came out from like females, Megan Thee Stallion, like all them. Was- I have a theory. I think the women figured the cheat code out perfectly. If you're gonna just talking about your pussy, your pussy, your pussy, that was like really the the, the that city girl era. Men tune out. If you could talk a little hot, right, and you could be sexy, it sells. It that crazy. sells because you know yeah. what. Niggas, the gangster niggas is still going to tune into the women and who the talking women. spicy. Facts, facts. But if you're only talking about, man, fuck these niggas, oh yeah, like, yo, my BBL, like, all right, come on, man, yeah, we yeah, not listening to that. But now, out, if you got some, everybody got enemies. Everybody right. got, like, there's certain things, men and women, we have the same issues. So, so I th- a lot of these, like, even, like, say, Lola Brooks, right? Like, right. Shout out to Lola, too. She's, she's on that, you know what I'm saying? Oh, her? She's on that record, too, coming out. Oh, okay. It, it drops today. Breezy? That record drops today. Word? Yeah, shout out oh, to Lola Brooke and Kelly no, on that fine. remix, Bad Bitches. You know what I'm saying? It drops right now. Go tune in. That's what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. If it's like that, the dudes tune in. And and I think the new the newer female rappers are realizing, yo, you could still be in your feminine bag, but not run away all the niggas. Facts. Facts. That's kind of dumb. I like that. And Mike, you you was, you was saying something though? You had something to say earlier? You good? I like that. I like that. No, All right, man. I'm excited so, about it. Um, you know, uh, what are we supposed to expect next? Um, what's coming from either you, everybody who's, you know, in your conglomerate, or shoot, you know, an update for the fans when it comes to, um, obviously, Melly and, and when's the new King Von music? What's going on? Tell me. All right. So, um, Melly, right now we're focused on the trial. You know what I'm saying? Um, hopefully, once we get that conversation going with legal and the label, you know, so we could start releasing some singles. You know, any single release obviously is going to be positive in a direction where it's not going to be affected um, during trial. Vaughn definitely coming with a new album this year. I don't have the date on it yet, but it's ninety percent complete, so it's sooner than later. Yeah. You know what I'm saying shout out to um, the whole Get Back Gang family. Shout out to his, you know, what I'm saying his That's mom. Moop is doing good. Moop's trial start the end of this year. You know what I'm saying? Free murder, free Moop, free Los, free C thing. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to them boys. Then the trial start this year? Yeah, this year too. You know, uh, free hot boy, his trial start this year too. 
They you know do Hotboy wrong. Yeah, you know, but Hotboy coming home too. I feel like this is, this is gonna be a great year for Hotboy Yeah, they got him on a state Rico. Since when Florida going for Rico? What's going on here? It's just the music, the violence, everything. But you know what I'm saying. Shout out to Hot. He, he'll be home soon. Shout out to Rico. But um, you know, Vaughn coming out. I got my project that I'm working on. Hopefully, drops in like July or June. Low Fifty coming in like probably the end of this month. You feel me? So. I'm just dropping a lot of the. Uh, Are you calling Lil Fifty down? Because I feel like he's about two seconds away from slapping somebody. Man, Lil Fifty. He was energy. I could tell. Like he got short. You have to put him in anger management. I do think so. Real talk. <laughs> hey, Lil Fifty, a star. I do. I think so. But I think he. He. he, he listen. I want to put this on him. When a nigga started exuding early on crash out energy. Yeah. Like he was. He, he not the he, real he like smart, one of them young dudes who like. It's not like you could tell. He he been through as much shit as an adult. Nah, he have he have, and, and he possibly thinking yeah. about you know his, what I mean like listen, yo. His project is blowing one of the best projects dropped this year. Like I'm not gonna lie, like my whole roster, FCG, Rico Cartel, you know what I'm saying, Free Slazai. Like I'm trying to drop more more records as an executive this year and as a label because I feel like a lot of my clients, a lot of my artists, like unfortunate situations. Take the best of them But this year man we, We're just putting Positive energy We're just dropping music For me I'm dropping my project Shout out to You know what I'm saying Shout out to everybody That's supporting The whole 100k brand The 100k movement You know what I'm saying I'm super excited About this 300 joint venture though I feel like this Gonna help take Take me Take the brand To the next level Sign more acts So I'm with You know Send send your demos Send your You know Videos Send your stuff For me Cause we're looking we're Definitely looking all right, man. Uh, if you're watching this, man, you're interested in uh, 100K tracking his expertise, I promise you, he won't have you in no shootouts, right? <laughs> He'll have you in the studio cooking up heat. But I ain't gonna lie to you. He's definitely hands-on, which I think a lot of times, I know a lot of motherfuckers who have a conversation with somebody, and after that paperwork is signed, they catch you in two years. Nah, I ain't. <laughs> man, we riding out, man. If we, if we we locked in, we locked in. Because at the end of the day, these are human beings. These yeah, are young yeah. men and young women. So, nah, we ain't doing that. My goal is to change at least 100 lives. Make 100 millionaires. I ain't too, that's you know fire. what I'm saying? I ain't close to it, but I ain't too far. So Shit, that's the point. All right, man. Go check out my man, 100K Track. You know, we got a bunch of shit coming out. It's your boy, DJ Academics. Off the record podcast here exclusively on Spotify. We're going to figure out a way to get this. I don't know if I can get all this artists on the, on the playlist, but we're going to get maybe. Well, you got a playlist? Come on, man. Man, put them on. Stop Come it. Come on, on man. You. Yo, it's your Academics. Thank you for watching, man. Until next time. It's Big Ack. 100K Track. We out of here, man.